Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the podcast where we go see a new movie and hit the mic fresh with the hottest of takes. So hot. The hottest of opinions. The hottest of feelings. Ooh, Ooh. it's sizzling in here. You guys hear those thoughts? Got a couple hot boys sizzling in this room, ready to talk about a movie. I'm Jack Kolodzewski. I'm joined today by Robert Anderson. Ooh. And my brother, Jeremy Kolodzewski. Hi. And we just saw a movie, Mm. and we're here to talk about it. We saw it. We saw it. We saw it. Yeah, we saw it. Mm-hmm. What did we see? It. We saw it. Well, what do you mean? We saw... Can you be more specific? We saw, oh, we saw the, it. The 2017 it? adaptation of Stephen King's It. Ah, the 2017 remake of Stephen King's It. That's, That's right. the one. Ah, okay. Yeah. Pronouns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think of It? I had a good time. Watching it. You had a good time I watching it? I thought it was fun. <laughs> oh, man. Are we going to keep this bit up? The no, it bit we can't. the whole time? Yeah, No, we shouldn't. No, no, I wasn't doing a bit. I was I was being serious. Oh, man. Like where's it. the bit it end and where's the... <laughs> it's, uh, oral, the talk- it's an Ouroboros oh, no. of a joke. Oh, God. <laughs> what have I done? We're in hell. Nothing good. Uh, I also enjoyed the film. Yes. Uh, I thought it was good. I definitely... You know, I have some criticisms on it, which I'm sure we all do, but I thought... In general, it was a good ride. Uh, really love the way the movie looks. Like, really love the camera very work in the movie. movie. It was very good. Yeah. Very nice cinematography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, and the colors really pop. Colors yep. really pop. Where they're putting the camera and, like, the, you know, when you're The when angle you're of the camera a lot, also. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And, like, you know, just the... I really like all of the, the action and stuff in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's really... Came out really, really good. And, um... This was it, a two-hour and fifteen-minute movie. Didn't mm-hmm. feel like it. No, it not went really. by. It went by really fast. quick. It was quick. Yeah. Well, it was fast-paced. There Very, was a lot going, yeah, like, like it, almost breakneck pace. Really, really fast-paced. Yeah. Um, and I really like the uh, the the design of all the monsters in this movie. Like, there's a lot of cool. All the Pennywise stuff that he does. Yeah, is all these really different cool. forms were yeah. super cool and really creepy and fucked up. I will say, I liked it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe the pacing, like, it depends on how you want to look at it, right? Yeah. If you want to approach it like a horror movie, I feel like it's not maybe the best, like, approach of that horror movie. Not really. If yeah. you want to look at it as the coming of age, teenage, like, Goonies-esque movie with a lot of fucked up, horrible shit in it. Yeah. That's a way better like, or even in the context, it, of, it fits that way better. A much more ramped up Goonies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like way. a very much very R-rated Goonies. Goonies. Like this is the yeah. post Deadpool Goonies. Yeah, basically. I feel like yeah. Stranger Things is like the middle tier of like that yeah, direction, right, right. and this is full in the shit. This like, is like you want to listen to some thirteen-year-old say fuck words a lot. You don't get it. You're gonna mm-hmm. get, that. get that big time. Mm-hmm. It's especially jarring seeing it mostly come from uh, Finn Wolfhard. Who was also on Stranger Things. Who was also yeah. on Stranger And he's yeah. such like an innocent, like straight-laced kid in that show. And he's the... Um, the opposite. He's, he's Richie Tazier <laughs> mm-hmm. in um, in this movie. And he's just like, you know, saying F-words and S-words and making sexual innuendos. And oh, just the whole time. Being that one guy in, in the group, you know? Well, he's being the... the, um, the Class the, the yeah the yeah, wisecracker mm-hmm. yeah which is funny because his biggest fear is, is clowns yeah, yeah I don't want to get too much into the specifics no. I, although it's been a long time admittedly since I've seen the original I've never so, seen the original it surprise of course not but Jeremy you have uh, yeah yeah recently? I've seen I've last time I saw it it was on like 
the Sci-Fi Channel like four or five years oh, ago. So and kind of they played it, it all on. day long, basically. Yeah, but, you Could know, have it's, at any it's, point it's during the day. quite with the with the uh, quite long. Yeah, with the commercials, that's a long flick. Yeah, which is how it was originally made. That's I don't, I don't mean, remember what network the, it was the released book, on. The book it is over a thousand pages long. Yeah, and is filled to the brim and is super dense with detail and imagery and story of just a killer shape-shifting clown. Okay. Which is kind of crazy. And, but that's, you know, Mike that's talked about this uh, in the Dark Tower review. Yes. And how Stephen King during this, the, I think it was written like 1986. Mm-hmm. And that was the like prime Stephen King cocaine. It was already his era. like 20-something yeah. book, yeah. right? It was like his 22nd or third book, I mm-hmm. want to say. Mm-hmm. He has such great visual because I just started reading my first Stephen King book, which is The Dark Tower, because I hated the movie so much. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, I got. I just want to read the book now because this movie is so bad." Um, and like, yeah, his. It's no wonder why they make so many of his books into films because I could even just tell from that reading that one book is like he just has such cinematic language that's like kind of simple but like really like sets the tone. It's like both flowery and elegant in the same way that it's like concrete and gives you specific details that would come across really well on screen he's got to be one of the most adapted writers i mean i have to say right three like, of his book three of his stories are coming out as films this year yeah right yeah. and a lot of those are coming out as films the second time around yeah well i guess there was never a dark tower there was never a dark tower film. book and there was never a gerald's game book i didn't even know that gerald's game was a it's a netflix movie that's coming out at the end of the book. Uh... oh shit okay Wow, Jeremy, yeah. did you read it? No, oh, okay. no, I, I, I never read it. That, that book is way too dense. Yeah, me. it would take me like too long, way too long to. Because like Dark that Tower, book. I'm like crushing right now. I'm like reading that so fast. But um, yeah, you're on the, already on the second. I'm already on the second book. Yeah, yeah. I, I've only read like a few of Stephen King's stuff. Like I've read mm-hmm. Carrie. Yeah, I've read Misery, mm-hmm. and I've read some of his short stories. Right. Like right. I read the short story The Mist. Hmm. And but no, which was also of, adapted to a movie. Yes, yeah. pretty good movie. That's a that's one of the good ones. Yeah, that's pretty one good. of the very. I really like the ending uh, a lot. Yeah, and not just like the end ending. Like I like the whole bit where they're outside of the actual grocery store and you can see all the giant monsters walking oh, yeah. around. Like that's, that is that's my shit. Yeah, <laughs> but the the original it miniseries, which I just said I've seen, and from what I remember, it was not. Not too great. There was some good things about it. Was it a made for like, TV movie? Yeah, it was in 1990. Yeah, so a different time. People Very remember, different time. I feel like people remember it so fondly, though. Like people well, remember I, Tim Curry. Okay. Certainly, certainly, people of our age, I think it probably made a deep impression on because people of in an hour, mm-hmm. like generationally, probably saw it at a pretty young age. So it would be, and scary. it probably yeah. set some scars in there. Mm-hmm. And this movie very much feels like it is made for those kids that were scarred. Like, I can't imagine... Like, we have a 12-year-old brother. I don't know that he's going to be watching this as, like, a Goonies-type movie. Like, it's that, but it's for us as, like, full-grown adults. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I think that's true. It's a lot of, I think, remakes or reboots, like... You either make them for a new audience, the new aging audience, or you probably skew it to the people who... I seen before, like you know, you, you make the Transformers movies to get a new generation on board. With right, it. the Transformers um, movies are not for us. No fans in our twenties. Sometimes there's the like Easter eggs and threads yeah. that like we can be like, 
a tip of the hat, not in Transformers, but in movies like that, yeah. a tip of the hat and be like, yeah, it's interesting. But I think that's the difference is here, this is a movie yes. that is made for people who grow grew up with the original mm-hmm. It and now are adults. And like, even from, we'll get into this in the spoilers, but like, yeah. very graphic. Like, very, from the beginning. Yeah. From, from the, the very beginning, beginning, much more graphic than the And I love the how the trailer, movie. like, the trailer has some like, f- like, scenes, like, kind of fake out scenes that like, uh aren't in the movie mm-hmm. but it's in the trailer and like i hope i want all movies to do that yes it's like cut a trailer with some like interesting kind of like this is the palette that the movie's gonna right. make and then we get there and be like we didn't actually use any of that shit this is well the movie. then people get really upset like in rogue one fuck them yeah fuck em. Mm, i'm not on the same page as that i, okay. I think i think it's like it's not false advertising mm-hmm. but you know, you should portray, like, an honest picture. I think the best of both worlds yeah. is the teaser that they did for Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, that's... You do, like, almost like a short... You, you know. do a short to market your movie that is not actually, like, revealing anything about the movie itself. Yeah. Is, uh... No, I think, I think that's a great way to handle I it. I only really saw, like, the teaser... Yeah, for, for it. For it, which... Well, we, we did the trailer talk on, I think, probably the first theatrical yeah, trailer... So. Or basically the the first like major first one that one came that out, see. but there's been a lot of marketing for this movie. Oh yeah, a lot, yeah. and it's, it's paid exhausting. off. Have and you it's seen the everywhere? Have you seen the box office? Numbers? I did see the box office numbers. Like damn, our theater was packed with people. It was on a Sunday on a night. Sunday on a night Sunday night at Distinto, the, at the at, worst at, movie theater around. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Though, it has I, a weird charm though. The first time going to that theater, I was like, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So our local theater is like, well, the local theater. Closer to where Jeremy and I grew up is a little, let's say, dingier budget. Yeah, <laughs> and that's with the renovations that they did a few years right, ago. Right, right. I mean, but like it is like a that's not a chain, I don't think, or maybe it, it used to it's be. It's a small chain. It's I a believe. small chain, but and it's I no, it's not like, like a Regal or an AMC. No, it's not a, at all. Not much at more all. so like its own small chain, and yeah. it, it shows. But it's also like. Way cheaper than most of the other theaters yeah. around. But, you know, you get, like, kind of squeaky seats, and the our projection was a little... A little wonky. A little slanted. There was, yep. like, a part, um, I think, when they're looking through... They're looking through pages of a book, and there's, like, text at the bottom of, like, the pictures, and it's, like... At first, I was, uh, I was like... I can't see that. Why am I the camera in, during the movie focus? I was like, oh, that's not the, that's not the no, movie's that's fault. The like, whoever's, uh-huh. like, projecting is fucking it up. Um... Also, they played the first like two or three minutes of the movie with the lights still on. Just well, the credits, I really think. Just the they did all credits, the trailers like, with the lights on, which I thought was weird. Yeah, Usually it was weird. they get dimmed. It's like uh, those lights seem to only have like on or off setting. Maestro, lights. Hey, kill Help. the, kill the, kill the. Maybe he was scared. Kill the. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to turn the lights off. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Have seen this fucking movie? Yeah, <laughs> I have. I'm the projectionist. I've seen it like four times now. <laughs> I don't want to watch it again with the still lights spooked. off. Still don't like it. Um, but that said, like. As my to my point, as like a horror movie, and I did enjoy all the like actiony, scary scenes. Yeah, they're good. I don't think the pacing allows you enough time to like let that tension build up. Because well, you have a... it's 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 hard because it is one of the Stephen King's most famous books. A lot of people know it. A lot of people like know how the story goes either from reading the book or seeing the original the original miniseries. So in 2017, it's it's quite a a difficult task to actually try and like actually scare people yeah. as you know but when my point is that the, a lot of the scenes were very scary and the, we're showing a lot of really scary imagery but yeah. they come at such a pace that you never have time to relax again like you don't you don't get the 
the the tension right. and then the release. There's yeah. very it's no, just release over and over. There's not a whole again. lot of buildup and there's not a whole lot of subtlety. No, it's not. No, yeah. It's very in your face. It's very like, bleh, like look at like, I have arms coming out of my my mouth mm. which i think all that is really cool like it's, it's certainly so, it's certainly cool looking yeah, but it doesn't like really cool. it doesn't like chill it's very me macabre too. which i like to love it doesn't like chill me to my core you know well that that's not even what i'm like looking for i yeah. just need i need a little bit of time to right. settle back down from the last jump scare mm-hmm. before you yeah. hit the next one and some of yeah. them like it's consecutive i guess when they have to show like all the kids experiencing it on their own so that they can come together and be and like the thing is, we the, saw this the thing. relief would come from the kids being back together right but, you know we get to my biggest critique of the movie I, th- I think and we'll maybe massage this idea out and talk about it is like the middle part of the movie or not the middle part but like getting into the second act like you start seeing the kids individually interact with it because you have to learn what each kid is afraid Fears. of yeah. and you, mm-hmm. and it's kind of teaching the rules but I do think like as much as like each one of those vignettes are really cool on their own, the pacing gets super wonky in that area well, of the movie because it's just like you're, it's it's kind of one slowing, after another. You're yeah, slowing down. You're, there's no, they're not being strung together so much by a plot because you know we're gonna get to the destination anyway. So it's kind of like, let's make this really beautiful short, but the movie starts to feel disjointed in that chunk. Right, you know? and I think that's where it's the disconnect is for me mm-hmm. because they they are going from in some cases one scene to another where yeah. you're having one kid experience it and then the next scene is another kid going through the same thing yeah and you don't have any time in between those to like it's just constant it can be a little high it, level. Would, it got a little repetitive and it got a little, a little definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Definitely. a little exhausting the thing is like it looks and that's like kind of why it took me a minute to kind of articulate it was i really enjoyed what i was seeing yes mm-hmm. but the overall kind of like composition of the movie i was like kind of suffered from it mm-hmm. right you know? and i think that 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 take some of the horror out of it definitely right. uh when you have that consecutive like horror is tension and release because you're you, expecting now it's gonna happen too. regardless of expectations yeah. it's like what they're showing you mm-hmm. they never give you the time there is you you see pennywise very early on and you continue to see him a lot you don't it's almost like you don't get used to not seeing pennywise yes. yeah and sometimes it's the not seeing that is the scary part yeah right. i think it's or really, makes the yeah. seeing part scarier I think that's what Jeremy was saying kind of about, like, subtlety, is that, like, the movie, there are parts where it's paced, like, we're all the kids and we're together. All right, guys, I'm going to go home. And then it's, like, we get these weird vignettes of all these things happening. It's, like, that's very straightforward. Very <laughs> like, straightforward. It's super straightforward. Yeah. And like, and a lot of the scenes with Pennywise are, you know, they have some freaky imagery, but they're very over the top. Like, some of the stuff was reminding me of, like, Evil Dead. See, I like that, though. That, I mean, that drives it's, it's me, cool. Sure. It's, it's, it's cool. It's fun. But yeah. it's not that frightening fair yeah you definitely. Know? not yeah. for me anyway. i think probably one of the there's the, the scene with the projector that the way that one goes like i really like that scene well yeah mm-hmm. I wanna, positionally but... i want to get into like specific scenes yeah um because there are there are definitely some scenes that are my favorites in there oh that definitely. Are really good and the projector one is up there for me i think uh, like i really want to talk about pennywise's like design and performance because mm-hmm. that who what's the name of the actor who bill skarsgård bill skarsgård yeah i love Love what he's doing. The son of Stellan Skarsgård from the... He was a scientist in the Thor movies. Huh. Oh, that. yeah. He was also in... Um, was he... He was in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo as well? Bill Skarsgård? Oh, no. Stellan. Stellan was in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, yeah, in the Daniel Craig one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and this is like this is Bill Skarsgård. Is there another like, Skarsgård? Yeah, there's a brother, Alexander. Alexander, and, it's and a I, brother, right? From what I hear, there's like several Skarsgård children. Okay, they're all Swedish and yeah, too many yeah, look like too that, many, I'd more say. or less. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys have any more spoiler-free thoughts before we uh, we crack into like some specific scenes? I guess my some of my thoughts are going back to the marketing, like yeah. And going back to the point of describing this dingy theater is how many people were actually there tonight yes. on a yeah. Sunday night. Yes. Like young kids, too. younger people. Everybody is talking like, about this movie. Yeah. yeah, like more so than maybe any movie this year. Like the opening weekend, like everyone. It seems like probably it not feels like since Get Out. Even more so than Get Out, really, like, because Get Out was like was very well regarded and Get talked Out about was among a certain amount of people. After it right. came out, this movie's getting hyped. Like you said, marketed well before. Yeah. But I and think now it's going to happen because it is good. It this is has a mainstream it. appeal that Get Out also did not have. Like, everyone yeah. is talking about this. Yeah, definitely. I bet Jason Bloom is like, oh man, I wish I produced this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I don't really have too many. I, I, I'm ready to get into the specifics. I just want to say, like, if you haven't seen this movie... Just go see it. Yeah, I liked it. It's a good time. I thought it's rare that we say don't go see a movie. A, yeah, but well, a spoiler, a, a spoiler free thing is that I thought the the ensemble cast of the kids were they were all great. Really yeah, great. yeah, yeah. They were much all like really Stranger good. Things um, is or like even Goonies and things like that, where it's like, yeah, they carry the movie and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Not to say the movie's bad with it. Well, I mean, they are great. <laughs> I I did really like the kid from St- Stranger Things who. Like you said, plays it. What was his name? Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, I think. he. Uh, <laughs> it's really cool to see him play a completely different character. Yeah. Than what he played in Stranger Things. Yes. Because we hit this on the the trailer talk. Um. No, the coming attractions podcast. Yes. <laughs> What's the name of that one again? Uh, fuck that up. We have yeah, too many shows. So yeah. That's the problem. Uh, it was supposed to be called Trailer Talk, but that's a different conversation. Um. It was taken. Um. So. We talked about, like, we joked about... (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) Man. Uh, We talked about how this kid now is... is Alright, check it out, man. We're gonna do this 80s vibes... Um, oh yeah, we're gonna do like, like all right. Here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's, here's the here's the pitch. The pitch. Yeah, it's like a weird movie that's kind of takes place uh, in the eighties. It's like uh huh, uh-huh. and if there's a horror element to it. It's like uh huh, uh-huh. you're gonna play a kid, a part of a gang where one of them goes missing. It's like I love it. Yeah, never. <laughs> I got this. That's, I that's what I do. Do you yeah. like to ride bikes? Oh, you're gonna. Oh, you're, you're gonna ride. Some are, bikes. You, are you fucking kidding? You're yeah. riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> but this time you get to say fuck. A lot. As much as you want. That's a, that's a word my mom doesn't let me say. Which was... I'm your new mom. <laughs> You're doing... I'm your new dad. You're in this movie. You're doing it. I'm your dad and your mom now. Now you do this. Uh, I, uh... It was weird seeing all these kids swear so much being 13 year olds and now being like a 25 year old man that's believable but that's the thing when the more i thought about it i was like nope i was saying just as many fuck words when i was was and that's also kind of probably that's also kind of stephen king's thing right is having 
children say bad words a lot. Say and do bad things. Yeah. And, yeah. and deal with bad and, shit and also. I'm not sure if I want to get into this, into this podcast, but do even worse things in the end. Right. Book. Yeah. We, maybe we'll talk about that later. Mm. That's been a discussion that's been going on around this movie also. I'm yeah. not too familiar with this part of the discussion. Maybe so you just want to hit it. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, God. Nah, let's save it for later. Save it for save later? It. All right. That's fine. That's why you guys have something to come back to if you're thinking about dipping out. Yeah. Um, but the kids were great. And yeah, it was a really good looking movie. And like I said, like maybe it wasn't the most effective horror movie for me, even though it was showing scary stuff. I think the pacing held it back from being a really yeah. good horror movie. Yeah. But as a Goonies-esque ensemble, teen, coming of age, fun movie. Yeah. Works great. Yeah. I think what's cool about the movie, and like I was talking to a few guys at work, and none of them are really... I wouldn't call them movie buffs. They they like what they see. Uh, yeah. Al- Alex is one of the people where he's like, I like everything I see. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, you know, they're... They're not... You mean he can just enjoy things? Exactly. Unlike us, where we have to like tear a, everything apart? Exactly. He's like a good person. How does he uh-huh. do it? I, it's a, I don't know. I, it is a gift, honestly. Like, I wish... I feel cur- I'm cursed mm, with our with our big brains about no no thing. no don't no no <laughs> don't put those words about in our, our mouth. small brains about <laughs> yeah but about uh, my very specific brain uh, that's probably better um, but he him and uh, and my friend Kevin who I both work with they were he they just both were just like it's just such a fun ride it's such a right. fun movie and, yeah. and that's really what it is you know and at a certain point I had to be like I, my brain was doing that thing where it was like. Oh, the pacing in this scene is not quite. And I'm like, no, 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 just shut the fuck up. Just, just enjoy it. It's yeah. fun. They're teens. It's fun. Just yeah. be spooked by the clown. It's, it's a lot like those uh, haunted house uh, pop ups that come out during Halloween time, where you walk in, you like, blah, yeah. you know, all the actors are yelling in your face, doing the best they can, and doing you get, the best they can. Yeah. You get the jump scares, and the jump scares make you jump, and like, uh, and you, you know, it. all those haunted houses are in such a breakneck pace. Yeah. So like, this movie is structured a lot like that. It does feel Definitely. like that. I mean, when they're in the house, especially that's like, open the door. Oh, that's a oh, that's a scary thing in the store. Oh, okay. I will say one thing that I guess did lend to overall like that kind of pacing it did feel like nothing was safe ever like none no. of these kids were True. ever safe yeah which did actually there were points where i'm just like i don't know if this person's gonna be in the next scene yeah anymore. right like right. There, there was a sense of definitely a sense of, of of danger and just like uh you know death it's like when people watch fucking game of thrones i guess it's like death can take any of these characters mm-hmm. uh not anymore Technically, in yeah. Game of Thrones, but that's a different conversation. But at the same time, he wants to start talking about spoilers too. We're gonna take a break because we want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we'll have a, we'll have a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll get into the plot specific nitty gritty spoilers. We're gonna go under the drain. We're gonna float. Yeah. Okay. There you no, go. Yeah. No. No. That's not. Yeah. That's, that's the one you guys. Don't I mean, it's okay. In. It's not as good as the it bit. Take but... us. Take us out. Take All right. Out. See you in a second. Robbie here, trying to tell you about some upcoming story screen stuff. So uh, Mike is doing another uh, pop-up show this October. He's doing a whole month of horror movies. Uh, So come check those out. We have An American Werewolf in London, uh, October 1st at 7.30 at Drink More Good. Uh, These are all at 7.30. I'm just going to say that right now. So you got that one. There's uh, October 4th, The Frighteners at Harry's Hot Sandwiches. October 8th, The Invitation at Oak Vino Wine Bar. They have a killer selection of wine that I'm sure you're going to be able to drink. October 11th is Get Out at Stock Up. 
October 15th, Horror Shorts Volume 3 at Dogwood. And October 22nd, Child's Play at Quinn's. So that's the entire, that's all the, that's all the things you're going to get to see if you go to the horror show every Sunday. So just, just do that. Just do it. And uh, you can find all this information on the Facebook page and online, so check that out. Also, Mike is doing, Mike and uh, his girlfriend, Diana, are doing a uh, Overdrinkers about the original It. Overdrinkers is a show where it's much more of a retrospective podcast. It's a little bit different than the one that we do. So they're going to be talking about probably the comparisons from the original and this one, but I think they're going to be really focusing on the original movie and kind of diving into that. So if you want to get some more It discussion after you listen to our stuff, check that out. And thanks for listening. Back to the show. We're back. Now we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Everyone dies, except for mostly they live. Turn off, uh, turn this off. Last chance. Yeah. Put the gloves back on, because we took them off. So... Well, to be fair, looking at the box office numbers, it seems like a lot of people... Seems like most people have seen this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we have to worry about that uh, much. What was the opening weekend? I think like $117 million. Was it 17? And maybe even more than that. Well, plus three more tickets. Exactly. So, so at least another, like, 20 bucks. Uh-huh. More than 20 it wasn't bucks. Like, And I bought a soda. Yeah. Well, I guess that doesn't go to the that movie. That doesn't go to the movie. They don't factor that <laughs> in. Uh, like, oh my week, god, we sold weekend. so many movie ticks. Wow, they bought a lot of popcorn this weekend. Damn. Oh. It sold the most popcorn. Yeah, world record breaker for the most popcorn. <laughs> so I need something to do with my hands well. and I'm terrified of this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. You gotta have the, cl- the classic. You get scared and you throw your popcorn everywhere. That is classic. You leave your friend that like, oh my god, movie. I think that actually happened behind us. Uh, it happened we next did, to me. yeah. Actually, you're right. There was I did hear some popcorn going Wait, down really? during the movie. Yeah, yeah. classic. Mm-hmm. Like right, classic. right behind my seat. Like during one of the big startling moments, like a, a, yeah. a woman, like ah, and bleed, and, and her popcorn went everywhere. Good, good. Yeah, so, I held on to mine. Good, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, you well, eat your, you finish your popcorn before the movie. Even I'm really. a monster. You're you want to talk about woman. true fear? Me with a bag of popcorn mm-hmm. unchecked. Perfect. You would you would eat yourself to death. I would. You would if I had, if a big I had like bag, a room of popcorn. Yeah. If like, I had a big enough bag, like penny, I would like Pennywise on poor Georgie. Yeah. You go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. It's like, come on, Jackie. Okay, so let's come talk on, about spoilers. Uh, I talked about before the break a little bit how the gore really surprised me in this movie. Yeah. The first scene with Georgie who just bites his arm straight off. And that's kind of that's what I was talking about when you're getting scenes from. The, the trailer being different from scenes of the movie because he I believe in the trailer he he kind of crawls into the, the sewer he pulls drain. him in right yeah. yeah and in this it's like well, he gets in there but not without biting his he gets dragged in arm which off. I think is yeah. a cool way for them to set the tone of this movie being like we know that you saw the original it probably yeah we know that you know how the scene plays out this but is this movie. This is what we're doing now. We're gonna yeah. put Stephen King's words to the screen in detail. And yeah. I heard that actually. I heard that this, and maybe Mike will get more into this with the Overdrinkers episode. But I heard that this movie is a much more of a faithful adaptation to the original book than the made-for-TV movie is. Right. Just by virtue of it being R-rated and yeah. them being yeah. able to kind of do whatever they want. And you know the the special effects and like the modern day technology can lend itself to Pennywise being more of a shapeshifter. But like, it's not every day that you see of uh, like. Six, seven-year-old boy get his arm just bitten off. Nah. 
the, the and like child violence. The, yeah, is like, child violence wow. is, is quite a uh, a big it's startling topic and for sure. And like not a whole lot of people can handle it. It's effective though. Like yeah. it is yeah. really a good way to to throw off your audience. Right Even from when the uh, the bully dies, and you know we we'll get to more things later as we get to it. But when the bully dies at the end, when he gets thrown into the well, I'm just like, oh, that's a dead shit. kid. That's a I dead, mean, I guess like, there are a lot of dead kids down there. But like that's another dead kid. Also, another weird thing is when the bodies float down, what happens to them? That's a lot They're, of dead kid bodies. Yeah. Just stay there. I guess like they the kids because I almost thought like are they alive? No, nah. oh, no. They're they all was, float. Mm. I was worried that they were going to go that route and, like, yeah. the kids were going to be saved. And nah. too... Nope. Yeah, it'd be weird because it'd be, like, too supernatural in this already very supernatural movie. Because those, those kids were, like, not all the way, like, put together when they were floating. Like, they were, like... I did notice set... there were some kids, like, you don't have legs. <laughs> You're up there. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it, to me, is, like, you know, a little nod towards the... the what will happen probably in the second movie yeah or to the original movie it seems more like a a spider's web and like kind of the fucked up corpses and bugs that you see like hanging out in a spider web mm-hmm. like being up there and that's kind of the yeah. idea I, of I, I, pennywise as a monster like sucking the fear out of you and feeding on you in that way i hear in the original book it actually is a spider web no it's oh really like in that scene like, like a yeah, literal spider. Like a literal spider oh, web. Well, because Pennywise turns into a literal, literal spider in the original. Yeah. In the, the adult portion of a, the original a stop, movie. A stop motion spider. Yeah, yeah. Thing. And he probably looks great. Mm, yeah, <laughs> as well. Um, I kind of, this is like a weird thing to maybe bring up, but the tow- the shrine of fear that he's made in his kind of like, well... It looks a lot like it, it's very similar to uh, the Dark Tower movie. It looked like I said right. that. It looks yeah, like it the Dark like, Tower. But like um, the Dark Tower kind of. Uh, this is from the movie. The book has not dived into this, so I'm not sure the specifics of that. But in the film, it seems that they use like children energy to like attack the tower. They like strap these kids in. They're like. And I'm they just take, launch them they, at the tower. Basically, they just like they just catapult kids at it. Wise in that movie. Well, I think the Dark Tower. Uh, the, maybe I don't actually remember that specifically, but I know in the books, like the Dark Tower, because it's kind of a multi-dimensional epic. All of Stephen King's like works kind of coexist together in the context of the Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. So you can you get references to some of like that's characters from that thing, and this characters from that thing. Mm-hmm. So I think the movie because uh, there's these char- one of the main the boy Jake in the Dark Tower. His power to like oh, kind the of one have played by uh, Matthew McConaughey, played by Matthew McConaughey, oh, yeah. who, who shapeshifts into a young person. That was so confusing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why we. That's why we did that. Um, he has this like telepathic ability, and they call it the Shine, and it's like the Shining. Yeah. So you know they, the Dark Tower, I think, was trying to maybe cohesively maybe put all these movies together in a way, but because it did so bad, <laughs> yeah, it will just be it, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I thought the imagery I thought was at interesting. Some point that uh, they the the rumor at least was that they were gonna work Pennywise back into the it mm-hmm. like movie series. We'll see if they make more. They probably will make more. But uh, I think they're I think they're gonna go the direction of TV because there's also a show getting made. Okay, but enough Dark Tower talk. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is Pennywise is a interdimensional being. He's a demon, yeah, yeah. from this midworld place. Or yeah, yeah, no, it is midworld, or is I mean, it could be combat? anywhere. That's outworld. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 
it, it's interesting how, but I mean, I, I guess in the context of the book, it doesn't really matter like where he's from because his origin story in the movie is that he's like this entity that's been around that's forever, been haunting Derry for like for like you know dozens of years, yeah, causing all these children's deaths, and oh, the ruckus. adult the adults are like kind of like apathetic. Towards it. Well, the, there's no good adult in this movie. There's no. no man. Everybody in this movie is so mean. Yeah. Even like the kids, like the main kids they're are like. Fun. I mean, they're playing with. The, that's, that's how you. How that's kids, how you talk to yeah, your boys. Yeah. No. Of course. Yeah. I still talk to my boys. Uh, of course, but like everybody's just kind of mean spirited in this Why movie, is and it I think so mean. <laughs> I think you can read into it of this like evil presence having an effect on all the people that live mm, in this yeah. town. Yeah. And if you read it as. The parents of this generation have gone through one of these cycles at least, and they're most likely, or like, yeah. and they are all like all of the parents are not good. fucked in their own ways, yeah. one way or another. Well, so yeah. either either some are dead, or some are you know child rapists, or some are clearly like abusers. Yeah, exactly. Um, like the parents are not painted in a good light. I th- I thought that stuff was more like tense and scary than yeah. Her the the girl's father is the scariest part of the movie. That to was me. one of the most upsetting. That scenes was the most the tense upsetting Absolutely. scenes. And, and like you know, you're seeing people get their arms ripped off. I'm like, no, this is this, this is the worst, like the scariest part of the movie. Right, because we're I mean we're at the level of desensitization to yeah. gore. I think that like someone's arm getting chopped off is still like not that. It's not that we're desensitized to it. We're but, looking like, at those when it comes like, this to is aesthetically interesting child yeah, molestation. Yeah. That is still something, thankfully, that we're not desensitized. I was to. afraid that like there, like I was terrified that I was gonna like see more. Yeah, like you know, and like that's what's that scared me. And I'm glad that the way that they handled this movie is that it was there and it was obviously a theme, but it was not super deliberate. I think and, that like, they it, were. It was they yeah. they it, they danced around it enough. It seemed respectful to. That they're using it, but not like and it, and it too was, much, yeah. you know. And it was a way to like flesh out all the characters and to show that these characters are struggling with their own personal demons. Yeah. It's probably not why they're targeted. Yeah, you know? but that and that's the that's the entire theme of the movie is Pennywise is feeding off their fears yeah. and showing them the fears that they are. You know, each of the kids in the group has their own. Fears, and I think that's one of the reasons why. Uh, again, I'm gonna be so Richie. bad at remembering all these names. No, the the Stranger Thing kids, Richie. He yeah, put, Richie. That's the name of the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't show his parents, do they? No, no, they don't really show any of his family. Exactly. So they don't establish as much. He says like, "Oh, I'm afraid of clowns." They don't establish like what's going on in his family life, and you don't get that view into it. Yeah. So you don't get to see, like, and he's the one kid out of the group that doesn't have the experience of Pennywise on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really liked that they did that, because he's like, I'm afraid of clowns, and that was a really cool... Kind of, like, rounds it out. Yeah, definitely. Like, you... I remember, like, there was a point where I was questioning, like, he hasn't even seen the thing yet. Like, how come he hasn't seen it? And then... You know, he says that, and you're like, oh, this is, it's deliberate in a really good mm-hmm. way. Yeah, but it, and it does come down to dealing with your fears and coping with your fears and yeah. coping with your the issues that you have at home. And you see all the kids go through that and, and deal with their the issues that they have, the real right. issues that they have at home before they can actually confront Pennywise and get over that fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that works, I think, really well. It, it did work, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Um, but, and then they beat 
Well, maybe we'll get to it slowly, but I really Streak like the game. final. Like, it's like the Power Rangers scene where they fight Reader Repulse. Where they're getting ready to fight Reader Repulse. I'm like, right, who got the guy a chain, a baseball bat, you got a rusty pipe. I know, it's like the end of, of fucking Death Proof. Like, yeah. they're just yeah. kicking yeah. the shit <laughs> out of <laughs> the shit out of him. <laughs> and I remember in, like, the original miniseries, well, I'll let Burge, like, talk more into detail about it. But yeah. I know, like, one kid uses an, his inhaler. On Pennywise and his face like kind of melts. I remember that. That's not how inhalers work. No, no but it's not. I don't think so. But it was I like. I usually think so. <laughs> but because like they believe that that it could work, it does on Pennywise. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like so remember the scene where where Bill like walks up to Pennywise as he's like kind of in like a dazed state and he puts the the cap gun to his to his forehead but Mike is like it's not loaded but he pulls the trigger and it's still right his like, head still like kind of blows up or right, right. Like so hit. I guess yeah. what they're getting at is because Bill believed that it would work mm-hmm. it does right because because Pennywise like you know he's his existence is based off the emotional state of these children right right in, in dairy right he so, reflects their psychology so as like the more the more confident they get the weaker Pennywise gets, of right. course. Which I think is where the whole, like, the entire mood of the town is so so mean-spirited towards each other and ugly yeah. because that evil presence is always putting that out into the world and then feeding off getting it back. Like, yeah. you see him influence the bully mm-hmm. to murder his dad. That was quite a scene. It was quite a scene. <sighs> Did not think... The bully, I was... I kept waiting for the bully to kind of become a good guy and he dies as a villain. I thought, which is kind of, which is is crazy. I think that's crazy. That is crazy. It's awesome. I thought they crazy. were going to at least humanize him in the way that they show his abusive family life at home, because like that kid is just such a negative force yeah. without any sort of redeeming quality. No, that it's like you have to. His dad is the only one who like I I don't know I don't know if I agree with his parenting. I don't think it you seems like stern parenting. Very stern. stern. Fire off a few but, uh, rounds at your kid you know, who was about to shoot a but cat. But he is—he stopped. He's like, I don't. You're being a dickhead. You're being an asshole. Like, stop like, doing like, that. You know, right. it, do, it doesn't matter. Like what he said. Like, you know, watch a paper man. You know, crawl with little. He's thing. like, I'm also John Wayne. If I, you're, if, if you're you. like, uh, even if you're like an Olympic wrestler, if someone's shooting at your feet, you're gonna be like, what the hell? You're gonna be pretty scared. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't want this to happen. But I think Robbie's point is like. Yeah, maybe it's hard knock parenting, but you don't. They don't actually show him being an actual abuser in no, the same way that they do. He seems to be do. one of the better parents in but the film. Not the better parents, it's... but certainly not like you. You don't get a scene where he's whipping the kid with a belt, no, and yeah. that influences him to be the bully in the role. Mm-hmm. You do, I guess, see him passed out in front of the TV with a bunch of beer bottles on the table. So maybe I guess that's sort of the subtext that but, he's an alcoholic. But like, yeah. I think that bully was like evil. Like, deep down, though. Like, he's, like, you know, um, an early sign of being a serial killer, from what I've heard, is uh, you have a desire to hurt animals. Right. You mean, and oh, he yeah, was about yeah. to kill that cat. Mm-hmm. Right. So, that's yeah. that's probably a sign. Um, that... Also, probably a good sign for being a serial killer is cutting your name into a kid? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also crazy. Which, holy shit! And even even his friends are like, dude, what are you... What? Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? It's, it's almost like, obviously... You can't take these movies and be like, "How come they wouldn't do this?" Because they don't, and like that, they, they don't do that for the movie. That's yet. storytelling. That's storytelling. But there are points where it's like, 
man, you guys are really going to keep following this kid? Like, it's kind of some deep shit he's doing. Well, like, I mean, I guess, like, yeah, it, it is the storytelling aspect, but yeah. it is handling these other kids' backstories and motivations in a, with a level of care. Yeah. And, like, to establish those fears. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like the bully character is just this kind of one-dimensional, just evil yeah. force. Like, it's, it's a cool bait-and-switch to make him... Just be a bad guy. I guess. You know, because I, I think we all felt, and maybe because you know about the original, I don't know if he was a character in the He was, one. yeah. And I don't know if his fate's the same. It's not. So, that's an interesting way yeah. to kind of string you along to be like, no, he has no redemption. And that's, you know, it's a part of like the, we have these funny kids in this movie, but it's true. Like, the world that the movie takes place is... A dark, cynical place, mm-hmm. and it is just not a place you want to be. No, no emotionally, because it's like it's rotting from the core. It no, looks yeah. like a nice like farm town, but like its core is like dead and like being leached by this mm-hmm. presence. Yeah, probably move. I would say you might probably, go anywhere else. It's probably move. Go I mean, Bev, else. I don't know. Bev did the right decision of getting the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. So you're probably gonna be in Portland. She's like, I don't know, maybe never. I'm never coming back here. Yeah. So well, I can see the so I can hear the killer clown or my rapey dad. I'm good. Yeah. Did she kill her dad though? It seemed like she fucked his day straight <laughs> getting up. Getting hit in the head with a uh, toilet. Um. Yeah. Top a is big, a, heavy piece of porcelain. Yeah. I just feel like the consequences would have been brought up or worse for her. Um, yeah, you know, Bad? self 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 defense. Like good, yeah. good lawyer. Maybe like there's a history of uh, like, yeah, you know, especially history of abuse. Maybe that'll yeah. be brought up in part two. Maybe. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. There's a lot of cool threads in the first one that uh, it, it makes me excited for the next movie. For yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah, and I think it. The casting, how they choose to cast it—that is going to be the coolest. That's going to be so fun. From yes. from what I hear, this is just a rumor, but um, Jessica Chastain is in talks of playing adult Bev, okay. and that's because Jessica Chastain has worked with this director before on okay. that movie Mama, right? For me, a few years right, right, back, right, right. so that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But that's all I've really heard. Yeah. Do you yeah, guys okay. have any? Um, so they have to be. It's got to be twenty-seven years, and they're thirteen. So they got to be. About 40, yeah. right? Matthew McConaughey has all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's already in that universe, so... He is, yeah. right, he's, he's right. The, man in black. the Man in Black is also, in a way, a shapeshifter, so... Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he plays... I, he's also Jake in the movie, so... Um, someone said this, uh, that it'd be funny if Seth Green played the adult Richie, because Seth Green played the young Richie in the original It. That would be funny, but I that's don't too need much stunt casting. Yeah, I don't need to see Seth Green. I'm good. Maybe right. like, uh, I don't think he would be interested in doing this, but like Seth Rogen as like I uh, knew you were going to say Seth Rogen. I mean, he was not even really look like him. But Come I'm on, like, I don't know. Cast uh, me as the chubby kid. I am the chubby boy. Yeah, well, I want. I really want the. I don't remember from the original how this plays out, but I really want the chubby kid to be like super handsome in the next. That's movie. that's what it was. That's what in happens. The, that's right? what happens in the original. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. That won't be. That movie's not coming for a while, though. I think they said twenty nineteen. Oh, really? Well, yeah. you got to give it probably that's still two pretty, years. That's still like yeah, closer yeah. than. That's like what it should take. That's the two year yeah. sequel cycle. Cycle. Yeah. Much. I wasn't sure if they were gonna do like a Return of the King, uh, Matrix Re- Reloaded kind of Revolution, back-to-back kind of back to back thing. Nah. Um, I mean, they might like. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they like film some scenes of those kids now while they're that the size they are because like kids mm-hmm. grow so fast. They do. And, like. Uh, I'm assuming the second movie, I would be surprised if there was no, like, 
additional footage with them as kids in the second movie. Like Maybe. obviously the focus probably will be on them a little as adults, bit. Maybe but... some flashback scenes. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if they. I mean, I get on some of that soon. I think they they did a really good job choosing those actors. And yeah, I think they're gonna want to get some of the, those actors. Like they the know that one. what we just brought up, everyone's feeling. Yeah, they're like yeah, we gotta crush the casting. Yeah, we need that stranger. The, case. The, <laughs> the, stranger the issue I I had with the with the dynamic of the kids is that they didn't give, and this is. Because of the the pacing of the movie, probably, and yeah. you know the movie's already pretty long as it is. But some of the kids didn't really get as much screen time as maybe Definitely they should. Because yeah. like the kid Mike, the black kid, mm-hmm. was just he's like, so he, underdeveloped. He's, he's very underdeveloped. He's so like half baked because he has a good like origin story. Yeah, yeah. his story is really but, tragic. Like, that, but that's all they kind of give you. Like, yeah, he's fucked up too, and he kind of got to the group a little late. Yeah. And by the time he gets to the group, like he he joins the group and he gets almost no lines. No, after they, he gets in the group and then they go to the house. Yeah, that's like it's like yeah. he's like I'm your friend now, and they're like well, let's go. And even when they get to the house, he's the one standing outside. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, he doesn't really get to do all that much. Was his name. and the same thing with uh, Stanley. They didn't really give Stanley. Stanley, much. Um, he's a Jewish kid. Yeah. Thank I goodness the... you're here to remember all the names because we're so <laughs> is behind me. We're so bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I, he was going to be like my kind of next example of like, even though he was there the whole time, like he just doesn't and do much. I thought they were actually gonna kill him off by having I the so. um, I so too. by the having the painting woman do the uh, the goblin shark all over him, right? Mm. And, and I thought he she was actually gonna like eat his face off, mm-hmm. yeah, by having like have it be like collateral damage, like a consequence of going down into the sewer. Yeah. But they kind of pulled a punch on that, which was a, which was a little. They would yeah. have never been able to beat Pennywise if they had seen one of their friends die. They would have never uh, been able to have like the courage to like confront to him it. because it would think... have been vengeance, which is out of fear. No, it, w- it wouldn't have been yeah. vengeance. It would have been. I think they would have been overwhelmed with fear if if Stanley one actually of their died. Own went down. That's that's a good point. No, I think it's a yeah. I totally agree. I didn't think I, about I, it I agree context. with you. It would have been more like horrific if yeah. he did actually die. And I was kind of waiting for them to like actually off one of those kids, mm-hmm. but at the end, it needs to be all of them together to f- defeat Pennywise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you might see some more deaths, I think, in the second part. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't need to age. They're, yeah. They're where they're at at that point. Yeah. Um. That's a good point. Yeah. Do you guys have any favorite uh like Pennywise scenes? Yeah, I did. Let's do it. Yeah. Let me hear it. You wanna go first, Jeremy? Sure. I thought that whole bit in the middle with the house was was pretty fun. Top notch stuff. Yeah. Where... The, the house was very good. I love when they're actually like fighting them too. Yes. And yeah. like and you and you learn about I love the idea of like when he's bleeding, it's like this weird like stop in time bleed out thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I really love the aesthetics of the That's part of so what's much. called the the deadlights. Maybe Mike can Maybe maybe I'm not Mike familiar will uh, elaborate on that to mm-hmm. us in the future. But yeah, that that's apparently a whole it's thing. It's a thing. Okay. Still like it though. That yeah. scene was great and all the little vignettes that they do, it is very much a haunted house. Like yeah. all the different little scenes. When the in three there. doors where it's like scary, yeah. not scary. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and you're like, you're thinking they're gonna go do you think they're gonna be smart enough to be like, Well, we're not gonna go into the not scary one. Right, that's and a then, trick. And then they do, yeah, then they do they're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and how and how just like the Pennywise is just closing in on him with a whole bunch of different things of like the acid blood yeah. and the and he's you know he's and separating them. he's yeah he's like a predator you know like he he's a very smart predator that 
uses emotional control or emotional manipulation to catch his prey. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's it the house is so cool because it's like it's it's like he's like it's true he's like separating them and trying to put them in a weakened state so he can like like a spider maybe like kind of wrap them around fear and then be like Ha-chomp. more like a spider than you think. Yes. Damn when <laughs> when uh, he breaks his arm. Oh, that man. that was that was pretty. Oof. I love that. He's <laughs> like, don't touch me, don't touch me. He's like, I'm yeah. gonna step your arm back into place. Yeah, <laughs> Ugh, that was that that was real. Yeah, that that whole scene in the house was like the peak of the movie. Yeah, definitely. I do yeah. like the scene in the house is really good. I think I really like the scene where he pops out of the projector. The garage yeah. scene is because really good. the the way the camera kind of like it's it's a jump scare maybe, but whatever the editing technique was, that kind of like. Made him flat and then made him dimensional, kind of in like one breath. I think mm-hmm. it was. A, I think that was a jump cut. Is that what it was? It, it, was it happened cut. so fast that like, and I'm not an editing whiz in any way, but like the way they did that, I was just like, wow, that was really cool. And the way that they kind of the way that they used size and perspective mm-hmm. in that garage was awesome. Like he kind of got bigger and longer and was taking up the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And like then you put the camera all the way at the. Uh, the garage door and you change the perspective that way and he's like he just looks so interesting i love the way that that the composition of that entire scene i like that in with pennywise in general is the way that he is he is supposed to be this interdimensional being and like he always kind of seems somewhat out of phase with their reality every time he moves Mm -hmm. it just it looks it's very very, it's like the jacob's ladder kind of like like effect of like the way that he moves is just He's just kind of always shifting a little bit, and when he yeah. moves, it's like very like vibrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's probably why they picked uh, the director because uh, Mama, the creature, the creature in Mama, Lee uses used a lot of that. Yeah, as well. Then, um, but yeah, the how how Pennywise moved and how he like you know he came out of the fridge and he just kind of like cracked himself mm-hmm. back into place, and he's super tall mm-hmm. and super lanky, and it, it looked very menacing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But like, yeah, super good. Jack, what was um your favorite Pennywise? I think it was the projector scene, also. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Fun fact: I watched a behind the scenes thing before we went to go see this. Okay, that that scene in the projector room was the first time the kids saw Pennywise. Oh, really? makeup! Like they kept they kept Bill Skarsgård like kind of separate from separate them? from the kids. And the, the the day they were all together and filmed that projector scene, they just they just filmed the the projector as is. They didn't CG it yeah. later, but like them seeing Pennywise like for the first time was like them, you know, actually seeing. Yeah. it. Did they and, take that cut? And, the, or and that, that was like, that was that take that they used. Oh, that's awesome! That's that's so good. Chef's kiss. And then they they filmed all the other scenes. Yeah, and separately. the scene in the house was there was the first time they interacted with Bill Skarsgård in person. Wow, that's really cool. That is good. Yeah, yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. There's a there's a great little Jimmy Kimmel interview with uh, Bill Skarsgård and mm-hmm. him talking about uh, his interactions with the kids. With the kids, yeah. And how he was like kind of scared he was gonna traumatize these those kids. kids? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't like, blame him. <laughs> he's scary looking. It, so yeah, go on YouTube and watch that Jimmy Kimmel interview. Right. For sure, I definitely check that out. Check that out. I also liked um, Bev's scene as well her like solo blood scene yeah yeah that was one of the things i didn't that was one of the examples i have that was a little too over the top (laughs) too much period metaphor i mean the period metaphor is is fine but like the blood completely 
covering the, the the room that was that was a little like one step too far uh, like i i mean i liked at that point like that the was hair coming out of the drain that was cool yeah that was the point where i where i had to be like or i had already had the thought where i was like all right just let this like kind of do it just have fun yeah. and like yeah. turn your brain off a little bit and just let let the it happen kind of yeah. And like it was so ridiculous and over the top. Yeah, that's that why I, was that, like, I think that's why it's kind of uh, the way it's juxtaposed. My least favorite art house term uh, against like her her dad walking in and being like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, like, and she's like, uh, yeah. "Do you and not like, see every inch of this bathroom?" And it covered makes, in it blood? makes that scene so much more effective because even if you are, I think, sitting there being like, "This is insane. This is the craziest, longest scene of Slayer." Blood. Yeah, <laughs> and then the dad comes in and is just like, "No, that this." This doesn't make no because that estab- well that scene does establish that you know and they the, have to the clean adults, it you know the like, adults can't see right like, what Pennywise yeah. is doing to them so they can't go to the adults to help them right but some but adults yeah. will be able to see him in another movie in yeah the yeah well, that's, that's that's a whole different thing I believe it uh, that's what I was gonna say it's gone oh nothing matters. Shame. Maybe we'll come back. Who cares? Nothing matters. Whatever. Eaten by the clown boy. Um. But but yeah. Uh. I and I I also liked. I got it. You got it. Go on. His face turns into the kind of like uh bottomless vagina when he like oh the teeth yeah like looks her in the eyes yeah and then she he like kind of hypnotizes her and puts her in floating stasis yeah that's a cool effect that's a more subtle like kind of like fear of maybe womanhood or mm-hmm. or oh something like that you know like I didn't think of it like that. that's interesting vagina yeah. dentata it's <laughs> real <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i think like that's i, I like because her fear always kind of comes back to this like womanhood like imagery of uh-huh. you know that's I think the reason that they show her having her period is because she's probably afraid because she doesn't maybe fully understand yeah. Well, and what all that, that is, has already you know? been tainted by her being by sexually her father, abused by exactly. her father. So, like, that's it, it's good to root it back to that. And, and the teeth vagina, like, her, the way his face does that, and like, it's this, like, bloss or like unopening flower, and mm-hmm. then you get into it, it's like, your nose is a clitoris. That's really weird. And you're covered in teeth. Like, it is very good imagery. Yeah. Really but it is also like, her saying I'm not afraid of you and him saying you will be gotta, and then showing her this this imagery check yeah. this out. it's like oh yeah, yeah actually you're right that worked I did it <laughs> yes. dang it I'm very afraid I'm actually very afraid of you yeah. you know what good job yeah. good job hey you got me that's good on you what's my computer doing right now uh, is the file gonna break nope no we're good we're good we're good keep, keep chatting <laughs> um, there we go I, I also yeah the whole like finale scene when they go down into the well That's also great. was really cool so good. Um, very and, satisfying to watch yeah and um, we touched on it a little bit but the scene with the bully stabbing his dad in the neck that was Holy fucking heavy shit mm-hmm. and then in the very next scene is when you get Beth, you really like he's confronting her it. dad and hitting her da- maybe striking a, f- a fatal blow at her dad so That's you got like two dad murders back to back you you kind of see them you see the kids rebel against their parents right. And it's because right after that, you also get uh, the kid who gets the broken arm be like, I'm out. And his mom be like, why are you doing this to me? Mm-hmm. What was his name, Jeremy? Uh, not Eddie. Eddie. He's so good. This is We got to get him on more of these He's shows. So like good. we are shit at names. Yeah. We can yeah. neither need just... to have Jeremy or Mike because we're terrible. We're at bad. Names. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes we have the iPad. We just do that. Yeah. But I get to well, lazy. Get, yeah. Well, that's why, that's why we invited Jeremy. 
Happy to be here. We're so lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just need him here to do the things. He knows a couple of things about movies, though. It's good. He to have knows him. a thing. He definitely seen some movies. movies. He's yeah. definitely seen more movies than me. I'll yes. tell you that. Well, that's a low. Bump. I've seen Terminator Two. So, so has he. I know. As a matter of fact, thank you. I'm happy to be in the club. My life is different. Mm-hmm. Losers Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Losers Club. <laughs> Lovers. What was the one? Oh, uh, I really like the line. He's like, "Can only virgins see this thing?" Yeah, that was a yeah. pretty so, good. <laughs> so the thing about that one scene in in the book that I was uh, referring. Yeah. To. Okay. So hit this now. Sure. So uh, in in the book. Um, which I haven't read, but I know this through osmosis and discussions. Ooh, uh, at the end of the book, osmosis. they they believe that they get this idea that Pennywise will only attack you if you're a virgin. Oh. <laughs> so in the sewers, they're like, maybe we, we should like lose our virginities. So they gangbang Bev. What? And Shut the fuck up. I'm serious. No. And it's, no. And it's like... Stephen King describes it in like a lot of detail, dude. <laughs> so wow. they they leave this scene in in out of both versions. For, yeah, for good probably yeah. the right choice. And, Sounds pretty good. To and me. that that little part has made a lot of people look at Stephen King, at least his eighties work, like what the fuck was going on with you, man? Yeah, a I lot mean, of I, cocaine. A lot of cocaine. I guess that makes you think that way. I oh jeez, but but yeah, that maybe that that line where Richie says like, "Are you guys virgins?" But maybe that was like a throwaway reference to that one. I don't know. I don't think you want to touch that bit with a ten foot pole. No. Fucking hell! Mm-mm. But they uh, they left that out thankfully, jeez. and they just like they did the um. So not to press the issue, but do they go through that and realize like no, we were wrong? No, they just kind of move on. I think. And she's just like, yeah, that happened when I was young. Yeah. Anyway, so... Well, they're also constantly making the, like, Bev's entire introduction is the kids and the rumors, and they they keep coming back to the, like, oh, rumor is that you're a total slut. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which I guess also just further hammers home her, like, fear and her relationship with sexuality and that, especially at that age, like... She was an interesting character. Bev was a good character. Yeah, I think she was was my favorite character. Yeah, I really liked her, too. Um, I just I really like the Stranger Kids thing so much. My favorite character is Pennywise, though. <laughs> I love. I just you really relate to the evil clown, huh? Well, you know, I also shapeshift. Um, yeah. it's really hard for us. It out is there, weird when you do unless that. you take the form of something that's easy, which I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Pennywise so. <laughs> is, is he's a lot of fun to watch. And he's, he's cool, and like they they took a lot of care. Like he's he's just fun. Like the way that he baits his prey and kind of he's a clown kind of still. You know, like he. He uses comedy and and things for us as the audience to kind of gaze on. Like when he's doing his weird like dance in like the inferno part of like the circus in the sewer. I was like, this is really and cool. and the camera does that head tracking thing. Yeah, that like, looked I pretty it. freaky. And just like his eyes are, like, or even the and scenes like hell is behind him. Yeah, like it opens up and there's like just fire behind him. Like, um, and even the scenes where he's like just a clown, like. I love when he sees the in the beginning of the movie where he sees the kid. He's like, "Come, come to the sewer drain," and he's drooling because he's just like, "I'm." He's like, he's like, foaming at the mouth. I'm gonna he's eat just, this fucking. I kid. he like that kid's just a turkey dinner of fear, and he's like, "I want this so bad," but he's not really 
scary yet. He's scary because he's a clown, but he's just like. But has, when the teeth come out, like you're just they like, they really. What? I mean, that is a pretty horrific image from the original, like the the shot of Pennywise's teeth and his mm-hmm. like gnarly teeth. Yeah. They really crank that one up to eleven. Yeah, yeah, and he's Good. definitely a lot scarier in this than he is in in the original. Because in the original, he's he's like almost too charming. Mm. In the original, yeah, yeah, he's like he's too funny. Damn it, Tim Curry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not you know, not to uh, talk down on Tim Curry's performance. It is it is great performance. Like the it's only a different real performance, though. It's the only real redeeming thing of about the, the original original yeah. thing. Yeah. I think I'm probably gonna go back um, and listen or watch that. Um, I was thinking about maybe reading the book, but I kind of turned off by book. the gangbang. That's scene. also not great. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's only a small part of a very, very long book. Very so. true. Yeah, so it's only yeah. like forty or fifty pages. Like, <laughs> that part. Jeremy did say a lot of details. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's what Stephen King always does. He he always packs his stuff to like the brim. He's a master of detail. Yeah. yeah. I, I, even in, in reading Dark Tower, I'm just like, yeah, you're really getting in there. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't oh. like he doesn't meander too much on it. Like, no, because <laughs> um, like I don't know, like I I couldn't read the Lord of the Rings book because the Fellowship of the Ring. Well, because that's a boring book. Because they're in the sh- they're in the Shire for like a hundred pages. I just alienated like, a lot of our small fan base by <laughs> saying that. I'm sorry, but first of all, everyone listens to the show. Yeah, I think and. No, The Fellowship of the Ring is a boring fucking book. The Hobbit <laughs> is really good because it's short mm-hmm. and concise. Yeah. The, and you could even take a few of the weird songs out of that one, too. Fellowship of the Ring has a lot. It's very front-loaded. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. But yeah, closing thoughts. That's you done? Fun. Uh, Yeah, I pretty much said what you got somewhere I to be. To... No, no I'm... Really. I'm... I'm I'm about ready to wrap. Uh, also... I think we said... Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to step on... Uh, Mike's Overdrinkers episode that he's mm-hmm. doing. By I talking think about the original too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in closing thoughts, I uh, I didn't think I wasn't going to enjoy the movie, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I think I, I thought I would. Yeah. You yeah. I, I, did I loved wanna, Happy. I did want to say that I thought the movie was very funny. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like speaking to the comedic I, aspect of Pennywise, mm-hmm. like, in general... The kids interacting with each other were really funny. I think if we saw the movie like not on the big screen with a lot of people in the theater, like some of those jokes would not have landed as well. Maybe. Yeah, but um, it was fun to see that movie with a full theater. Definitely, which is experience. like horror movies to a T. Like they're horror movies are fun to see with like, a group of people. Sometimes, sometimes certain horror movies because like yeah. the the real like creeping dread horror movies. I want to see. Alone. I do not want a single person even breathing near me breaking my experience. With Fair. That. Totally. Yeah, but yeah, this was a fun ride. It's not like the most subtle horror movie, but it's no. but it's it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, that's. I think that's the big takeaway from the movie is that it is just a good time. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's definitely some like weird like, like the pacing's a little bit like when you get to nitty gritty and be critical about it. Like yeah, no, it's not the best movie ever. I don't think it really set out to do. It's probably not the best horror movie of the year. No, certainly not. No, but no. like I had I had a lot of fun seeing it. You know, and like those movies, I feel like we always walk away from those movies with more to talk about because it's almost less pressure. I I do think it does straddle the line of injecting in the kind of like real world issues that make it more of a, there is subtext to this movie that is like, when you really want to get critical, there is like some really good, it's not just a popcorn horror movie. There is like, there is some good nuggets in there, but it does straddle the line of having the mainstream appeal while being a very well crafted 
great looking movie mm-hmm. with yes. some really good acting yes. really good choices in casting as well um but it made a fuck ton of money this this weekend and i'm yeah. sure it's going to continue to make a lot of money I, mean, I don't know throughout if, if September, the second October. one was always play- like you know this movie did really bad they just pulled the plug but they're you know, definitely going to make that second movie. That second no movie. question about that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's what makes me really excited because I was also thinking about this movie and like uh, how maybe it's like how Kill, there's Kill Bill Volume 1, Volume 2. It's really one movie mm-hmm. that there's kind of like a, a checkpoint in. Um, but I'm sure like if you're watching the movie, like some of the context from the first movie or maybe the things you maybe didn't like or didn't jive with you could be put it under a whole new light and microscope and you'll learn to love it by the second movie. Let's hope. You know? That said, I do think that as in the age where every movie needs to exist, like, as part of the universe of a yes. different movie, <laughs> this was a well-self-contained story. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. it does have, like, a, a satisfying, like, conclusive ending. They have the blood pact at the end. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, you spend a lot of time hanging out in the sewers. Maybe don't... Come on, you don't. I mean, it was a bit of a time jump. They might have washed their hands. We could do, we could do a Hopefully pinky swear. Once. We yeah. could do a pinky swear. That would do it. They are kids, though. Kids yeah. don't like washing. It was hands. the eighties. I did like the the bit of the hypochondriac kid. Uh, yeah, he's good. Eddie being like, "There's an AIDS epidemic going on right now." Like it's nineteen eighty. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, that was pretty funny. good. That was very fun. Um, yeah, and like it's cool. I didn't. I remember. I was just like, "Is it a leopard that's attacking him?" And then when you said it's a leopard, I'm like, "Oh, that's good." Played by Javier Botes. Yes, you know that. Of which is, I guarantee you, Robbie has not seen Rick. Sorry, but it's one of the He's one not. of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Wreck is really, really good. Really good. Yeah, cool. yeah. it's awesome. And ha- and Javier Botet plays a very similar lanky creature. Mm. in that movie and he's yeah. very good at that he's very good that's at like playing. he's like the Andy Serkis of spooky weird you walkers. know what I think I, maybe I saw like a little like Vice mini documentary or something like that on him oh really uh, about like he's like just a really really tall skinny dude right mm-hmm. and he is he plays a lot of like monster movie monsters I think I did see something about him that's Ooh. cool yeah. I wonder, I'll try to dig it up for you and I was um I was talking to uh, we saw the movie my girlfriend came with us and I was talking to her a little bit about it in the car not breaking the hot takes rule too hard. What? We're chatting a little bit about it, and I was kind of talking he about how magic is dissolving before I was, my eyes. I was. I'm curious, and I think this is maybe a good part of the discussion to talk about and maybe close out. But um, I think that if this movie is like the Goonie is like the horror Goonies hybrid, mm-hmm. when you go to the them as adults, like what does that movie look like? Like what elements from other movies do they maybe pull in? And what the second movie has to be totally different, and it can't be. This is a haunted house mm-hmm. of your real like, but behind the doors is like gut wrenching things from you that's being reflected. Like you said, that Pennywise is throwing back in your face and trying to scare you with. What does the adult, the real like now now they're like, is it a haunted house anymore, or does like the does the structure of the movie kind of change? Definitely. I would definitely like to see uh, more serious tone and mm-hmm. i would like to see how the trauma that these kids went through in this movie affects the rest of their life in the Hell way that yeah. the, the next 27 years of their life like mm-hmm. plays out and the choices that they make and where they wind up in yeah. 40 years because like if we're gonna get a jump cut to them 27 years later like i want to see some of the fallout that happened like and this is without any sort of real like mind like it's been so long since i've seen the original it that i only remember the most 
basic of plot points. Right. And and the second half of the It miniseries with the adults is just terrible. This is not good. So this it's, is even, it's kind of even more of an uphill So treating it as its own, know. like, it's an opportunity to do its own thing. Like, yeah, I definitely. would like to see a tonal shift. Yeah. I still would like it. I would like to see some of the comedy, like, especially the comedy, the darker comedy that made this movie pretty Yeah, funny. don't take the funny out, for sure. Yeah, but, but maybe um, just make it a little more... Mm-hmm. This, as I said at the beginning, like this is already feels like a Goonie style movie, but made yeah. for people our age. So when you apply that to like the further, like mm-hmm. more adult, you can even just make it dark. Yeah, Let's get real dark. Give Why me, not? give me a pitch. If this is the Goonies horror hybrid, what is the horror hybrid? What's the what's the first part of that chunk that goes with the next movie? Oh God. Uh... <laughs> What do we make? To, what do we use to make that yin yang? The forty-year-old version. I'm getting. I was gonna say like a um, like kind of like a Richard Linklater. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Like get together movie mm. where they like where like you know I feel like Richard Linklater would make a movie about hey we haven't seen each other in twenty years. We've been. Or so what's much, that Netflix series? Friends from str- Friends from College. Oh, I heard that was not that good. That show sucks. Yeah. Make it Friends from College, but horror. No. But good. I'm trying to think of like the tried and true genre because Goonies is like it's that coming of age story, so it's a tried and true kind of genre. It is. So it's hard. I think I think they the like the they college have a good, reunion. They have like movie. a battle to to make this next movie. You know what is that improv heavy um, movie? Oh, about the Bachelor weekend. I didn't see uh, Jimmy Jeffrey. Um, the guy. What the fuck? Jonesy. No, I have to find Jimmy out. John. Jimmy, Jimmy John. Jimmy John. Jimmy John yeah. Bojangles. Um, the one with the guy from um, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Bojack Horseman. No. No, but yes. Bojack Horseman in heart. <laughs> Give me that. Give me that fucking movie. I'm. I'm game. Mm, that's pretty much just uh, Super Joe. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Actually, I took that back. <laughs> that's not. What, that's not what I want. Super Jail's awesome. Um, you gonna get this? I'm getting I think there. It's like Jonesy, or it starts with a J. And if it doesn't, I am going to kill myself. Well, so see ya, Joshy. Joshy. All right, we Joshy. were very we close. Never yeah, Joshy. Uh, it seems. I actually really want to see it. Um, you should see it. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's. Oh, a, yeah, you did see it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's about like um, friends getting together for like a, a bachelor party weekend. But like, the more you say about the setup for the movie, it kind of gives some of it away. But like. They had planned to do this bachelor party weekend, and like it is not Didn't what it yeah. was the original intention was. But they're still all together, but around like sort of a tragedy, yeah. like a very big tragedy. I so mean, it's like got this tone of like we're all back together, but like only because something really fucked. Yeah. Well, like we were planning to celebrate something else, but something really fucked up has happened and has made this whole thing like different, that much more twisted. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like um, it, it's weird. Maybe going to the second movie, and we know what the inciting incident is. They have to come back to town. Of course. That's the blood pack. It's so. going to be 27 years later. They say mm-hmm. they established like so we know. A, a very like a year. <laughs> like they know. It. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool how they set the original in 89 and they're going to set the modern day one in 2019. Like yeah. it'll be. Yeah. Or not. What's the math on that? 1989 plus 27. I'm not a math guy. Are you a math guy and a movie, and, and a movie knowledge guy? I'm not guy? a math guy at all. Yeah, that's why. That's why <laughs> we're bad at things. I mean, what's um? Technically, I how old is Taylor? Guy, but I don't like doing math in my head. Fair. How old? Is... Is it really going to take us this long? Oh, 2016. 2016. <laughs> we're idiots. 
We're just a bunch of idiots. That's the problem. Um, yeah, I, I I'm very curious to see the second movie goes because I think it, from hearing that like the weaker part of the movie is them as adults in the original miniseries and like them it seems very steering clear of like everything i'm curious to see where they i bet they're gonna take a lot more artistic liberties yeah than they did with uh because from what i hear the first this part one is pretty faithful to the, to the yeah but i think the the original of the adaptation. original like the kid part is definitely the preferred mm-hmm. as people remember the more reverent yeah. part yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure i'm excited to see the next one Definitely. I like this, and I am looking forward to seeing more. Whereas a lot of the time, when movies just set up the next continuation, Feels it's just like Ugh, that, yeah. you gotta do like that's yeah. the story wise. They have to do it this way because that's just the story of it. But mm-hmm. I'm game for more. I like yeah. yeah. This, this is cool because like it's not that they're it's not like most uh, expansive universe stories where it's like we're trying to milk this and make as many of these as we can. It's like this is part one. There's a part two. There's Kill Bill 1, there's Kill Bill 2. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and they, they do, they use that as like a reveal kind of at the end. That it's Which is great. It, chapter 1. So satisfying. The like, the uh, the audience like yeah. had a visible, like a, a audible. Which like, was very confusing. Oh. It's like, guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you know, like the, maybe not everybody yeah, knows. Yeah, no, it's true. It might we're, not we're be in a, We're in like a bubble kind of. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We certainly are. Yeah. <laughs> and so are our listeners. And thank you for listening, being in this bubble with us. Yes, thank you. Uh, any closing, closing thoughts? We went on for another like ten minutes after the last time. I kind of want to see the movie again. Yeah, I'm going like, to see it again. That's that feel good movie, you know. Yeah, like, I you am. Can just wait. I just do that twice. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious to pick up on more stuff. Definitely, Jeremy. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, it's not it's not the witch, but it's a different kind of horror movie. It's not, but that's okay because both of those horror movies can coexist. Like, can coexist for sure. And for as sure. far as like a mainstream success thing goes, like the witch is going to have its like niche, like crazy weirdos who are wildly obsessed with that movie me um but also like it is going to make 113 million dollars yeah. in its opening weekend and that those yeah. two can exist separately as far as successful horror movies have gone you could go a lot worse definitely and, yeah and yeah. uh this this one was was pretty was pretty well made and we'll see i think what maybe my preference for horror movies and i'm i'm thinking probably you as well We'll probably get next weekend anyway with Mother. Oh, right. So Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be a good couple so weeks for should horror. we make a blood pack to meet up and watch the second movie when it comes out? Yeah, yeah sure. let's slice it up. We've got two years. Let's oh, go. Slice Ooh, it up. That was spicy. I heard. Uh, but there's nothing really sharp within... Uh, uh, we could use this pen, I guess. We'll use that pen. It'll take a while. We're going to get on that, but uh, thank yeah. you again for listening. I'm Jack Kolodzeski. Robert Anderson. Jeremy Kolodzeski. Have a good night. Peace. That was, that was a terrible clap. Uh, come on. I think it would have worked too, but I, I can't. Missed, I can't I, let I, that I missed be. my palm. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, come on! It's a bad clap, bro. All right, all right. Fucking hell. Mike's going to have a lot of editing. Yeah, he is. <laughs>